Hello, and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. My name is Colleen, and I am joined today by my amazing co-host, Tina. On this week's episode, we also have a little extra romance in the air with special guest, Shawnee Saunders, who is going to be talking all about planning destination weddings. Shawnee is one of the wonderful travel agents over at Mystical Dream Travel. As always, we want to take a moment to tell you more about Mystical Dream Travel, the sponsors of Magical Traveling Moms. Mystical Dream Travel is a full-service, fee-free travel agency specializing in all things Disney, Universal, cruises, all-inclusive resorts, and more. Ready to plan your next vacation? Be sure to reach out to the fantastic agents over at Mystical Dream Travel. Head over to their website, mysticaldreamtravel.com, or look them up on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. Hi, Tina. How are you doing today? I'm good, Colleen. How are you? I'm so excited for this episode. I know. How are you doing, Shawnee? I'm great. Hi, it's great to be with you. Yay! Are you excited to talk all about weddings? I'm excited to I'm talk about weddings. I'm very excited, yes. I am too, especially destination weddings. Yes, the best I know. They just make me want to redo my wedding though, so. <laughs> true, very true, very true. So I, I, I feel like I got slighted because I didn't know destination weddings were a thing when I planned mine, so... I, like once I figured out what they were, I was like, what do you mean I could have gone to a tropical beach and gotten married? Why, I need a redo. It wasn't even a thing when I got married. I mean, I got married in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Destination <laughs> weddings weren't even a thought process back then. Well, I thought that actually what we could do is start off by just talking about, maybe have Shawnee tell us exactly like what is a destination wedding and how is it different from you know, what you and I did, Tina. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, before we do that, we should let Shawnee introduce herself to our audience. Oh my gosh, and, of course. Yeah. And share a little bit about herself and her family and why she loves the tropics. Yeah. Well, I'm Shawnee Saunders and I have two little girls. They're seven and four years old, Elena and Maya, and they are just the light of my life. I became a travel agent because we love to travel. My family loves to travel. I love to travel. I love planning travel and helping people to plan their vacations so that they can get the most out of them. I also, my husband and I were married. We had a destination wedding many years ago, and that definitely started a love of destination weddings for me because I was able to experience it myself. I know what they're all about because of that. And I know all the different options that you have whenever planning a destination wedding. You're not just limited to what is around you in your local area. So that's a little bit about myself. Well, yay. We're so excited to have you with us today. Thanks. Absolutely. So you kind of touched a little bit on like what a destination wedding is, but maybe we could like dive in a little deeper on what, what exactly destination wedding means. 
Sure. A destination wedding can really be any wedding where the bride and groom decide that they want to get married somewhere out of their hometown or the town that they're living in. So it can be a small wedding with just the two of them, or it could be something where they get all their friends and family from across the country together to celebrate for a few days or even up to a week or longer if they want. But <laughs> yeah, that would be great. But they definitely tend to take place in very memorable locations and have a more relaxed feel than a typical wedding would have. Yeah, it sounds like it's a good a choice for people who are looking to like elope too. Oh yeah, definitely. I know. In hindsight, sometimes I think maybe I should have just done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. I think it'd have been saved a lot of stress. Yeah, a lot yeah. of time and stress, oh and money, and yeah. Well, that's oh why husband. whenever I told my mom that this was my plan, whenever I got married, I was thinking I would get a little pushback, but she actually said. That is a fantastic idea. That sounds so much easier and less stress. And she actually didn't love her wedding because it was not really what she wanted. It was more about everyone else. So she was more than happy to send me away so that I could have the wedding that I wanted. Wow. Well, she sounds like a smart lady. I don't, I don't know if my family would have been. It's <laughs> I know. That's amazing. I know. That is like amazing. My mom... Yeah, she'd have been like, mm, no, church wedding. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would have had a lot of relatives like, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. We may have told my grandmother we were married by a priest. <laughs> may have told her that, but she wasn't there, so she doesn't need to know. Yeah, I mean, right. It's just using the term priest sort of loosely yes. and right. Sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So you were still married. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. That's really all that matters, yeah. right? At the end of it, you're going to be married. <laughs> right. Right. So what types of brides and grooms do you should consider a destination wedding or who do you find are the types of people that are interested in that sort of wedding versus a traditional one? Sure. Well, because the possibilities really are endless with the destination wedding, it could fit for anybody, but it's especially fitting for couples that do have families spread out across the country and they want to bring them all together. Maybe the bride's from one place and the husband's from, an, I mean, the groom's from another, and they can bring both of their families together for a destination wedding where they can all spend that time really bonding and getting to know each other and kind of creating a bigger family out of the two families. You know, that's something that might not happen if people just fly in for a wedding and then fly back. There's also a lot of things that you can plan for a destination wedding that can really help to bring the families together, different activities that you can plan for them throughout the week. It's also really good for people who don't want to spend a year or two years planning their wedding. People who want to elope or people that just aren't big planners that don't want to worry about picking out the cake and the flowers and every detail. And they just want to be able to have a fun and exciting wedding where they get to get away and enjoy each other and their day. So it really can be for anyone, anyone who has special interests, you can plan destinations around those interests. Like you could plan a destination wedding in Disney if Disney is your thing. So <laughs> yes, now you're talking my language. That's right. So really right. there's definitely people that it's more for, you know, people who are very traditional and went to church wedding, it might not be for you, but it really can be tailored to anyone's likes. 
Do mm. you find do you find that it's a a certain age group that goes for the destination weddings, or do you feel that it's like across the board? Like you know, we have a lot of people getting married older, yes. you know, maybe like in their late 30s and 40s, do you find that age group is more willing for the destination wedding or a younger generation or it's just a mix? It really is a mix. Right now, I think the biggest trends would be for millennials love destination weddings. They love the freedom of it and also being able to have their own style. They get to customize and pick everything that they want. But also it's mm -hmm. great for people who are on their second weddings, maybe later mm -hmm. in life and they don't, um, maybe they already had a first wedding or maybe they right. don't want to have a big wedding because they are older and they don't need to do all that. So it's better for them to just get away with their close family and friends and celebrate, you know, their wedding instead of, you know, putting on a big traditional wedding. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I could mm. see that. And then, and people also do the destination vow renewal thing too. If it's, yes. it's that, that's my angle at this point. Cause I mean, I don't anticipate getting married again. I hope <laughs> so. Yes. so, but I would love to do a vow renewal so that I could have that destination wedding experience still. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then you can have your kids involved and you can have it be a whole family event. Yeah, I think maybe I'd like to make an adult event. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's so funny. No, I'm kidding. I would totally have my daughter there. But yeah, yeah I think that would be amazing. And and do you see a lot of people going with the vow renewals at the destinations? Yeah, they are the popular. People do like to do that, especially people who are maybe in... I would say maybe grandparent age, they get together like the multi-generational trips and make mm -hmm, the big family mm -hmm. there with the vow renewals. Definitely that can be popular. So what would you say is which is, which destinations are the most popular for a wedding? Well, the most popular right now tend to be like the Hawaii, Las Vegas, and then the Caribbean. Popular destinations in the Caribbean would be things like Antigua, Jamaica, the Bahamas. So the people really like that tropical feel and also Vegas, the luxury, the, the, mm -hmm. the fun, you know, so those, but also some people like to get away and go to Europe to get married. So that can also be Ooh. something, you know, get together a big Italian wedding back to, back to Italy, maybe, but oh, yeah, the yes. tropical destinations are the most popular. Well, now I'm thinking about going to Europe for my battery. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> on a river cruise. Yeah. On a river cruise. Do your bow renewal on a river cruise. That would be yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that would be great. Yes. Yes, it would be amazing. That it would. would be amazing. So how would you suggest that somebody start planning a destination? What is the first thing that they should consider? Well, the first thing that they should do is really reach out to somebody that's a travel professional that specializes in destination weddings. There are so many different details that can go into planning a destination wedding, especially if it's an international wedding. Things like how long you need to be in the country before you can get married. If you need a blood test, what kind of documents they require before you enter the country. Those are all things mm -hmm. that you really want to have somebody that's a professional helping you with because you don't want to show up 
at your destination and not be able to get married because you missed a step or something fell through right. the cracks. So that would definitely be the first step. Yeah, because uh, some places have special rules, right? Like where you have to be in the country for so many days before you can have the wedding and that kind of stuff. Yes, definitely. And it's different for the different countries. Jamaica is different than Turks and Caicos, is different than Mexico. So you really need to know before you book what the requirements are going to be in that specific country. Yeah, that would be a bummer to show up and <laughs> that would be that would actually be. get end up getting married. Yes. <laughs> Oh, we just have to stay longer, honey. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Not a problem. We'll just add a week on. <sighs> so why don't you take us through planning a destination from start to finish? I mean, not you don't have to go into super detail because that'd probably take forever, but like just an overview of what the steps are. Okay. Well, the first step, like I said, would be reach out to somebody who can really guide you in the right direction that you can talk to about what you're looking for in a destination wedding and that they can help you pick the correct destination for you to make sure that you're getting what you want to get out of it. After you pick the destination, you're going to want to pick the exact venue, the resort, or where you're actually having the wedding in that destination. Depending on where you are going to have the wedding, you would either book the venue first or you'd book your room first. If you're booking an all-inclusive, a lot of times they want you to book the room first if you're getting married on location and then you can schedule your wedding. But if you're getting married somewhere like a Las Vegas, you would want to book your venue, the wedding venue first to make sure you can get it for the time and day that you want it and then go ahead and book your room, you know, after that. Then you would have to make sure that you get in contact with all of your guests. I would definitely suggest starting like a Facebook page, a private group for everyone you want to invite to your wedding so that you can keep them all in the loop, give them all the information on how to book if they want to attend, the dates, who's invited, you know, if they should bring their kids or not. Also give them all the information and get them excited about the wedding so that they want to come and enjoy it with you and once you get that done, another thing you really need to be working on is depending on how much, how far out you're booking, you need to get all your paperwork into the place that you're going to be getting married. So that's going to be if you have to get them your birth certificates, if you have to get them any kind of divorce decrees, if you had been married before. Anything like that, you need to do at least a couple months in advance. The different destinations have different requirements, but I would say at least 60 days, most of them, you need to have your paperwork in before then. So those are some of the steps that you need to take to really start planning the wedding. Then a lot of the different destinations actually have people on site who specialize in helping plan your wedding. So you can schedule appointments with them to start booking the details of your wedding. If they can start going over everything with you as far as the table settings and flowers, anything that you would want. If you are at, if you're getting married somewhere that specializes in that, they'll be able to help you make all of those decisions. So you'd have to schedule a time to meet with them as well. And some resorts actually, yes, some resorts even do a virtual wedding session with you where they will sit down with you and you'll be able to see virtually and you'll be able to see everything um, that is available to you for your wedding right there on the screen. And they'll be able to show you the actual table settings and you can pick which candles you like with which table settings or which 
placemats or whatever different things that you might want to do for your wedding. So there's definitely a lot of different steps. So you want to make sure that you have someone helping you through the whole process so that you don't miss out on any of them and that you don't wait too long to do any of those steps so that everything's ready by the time you get there for the wedding. Wow. So it's like you get a wedding planner basically included in your destination wedding package, it sounds like, which normally like at regular weddings, you'd pay, you'd have to pay a lot of money <laughs> to have a wedding planner oh, like yeah. that. Yes, definitely. That's actually, I think one of the biggest perks to having a destination wedding is that you have somebody that's helping you with all of those details. You don't have to worry about them. It's a lot less stress than planning a traditional wedding. Mm, yeah, nice. it sounds like it. It does. Now, how do you assist the bride and the groom in the planning process of a destination wedding? Well, first I help them by picking their destination. I can answer all of their questions as far as what is available in the different locations for wedding venues or what the different requirements are on the island. I can make sure or what whatever their destination is. I can help them with that. I also can assist all of their guests with coordinating their travel to the wedding and making sure that they're all booking rooms that are appropriate for them. So what's best for the bride and groom might not work for their guests. So I can help everyone um, that is invited to the wedding to have the best experience possible. So I'm not just helping the bride and groom. I also, like I said, make sure you get all your paperwork in in a timely manner. If there's any issues with the resort, I can be in contact with them on your behalf. If anything were to come up, you don't have to spend the extra time worrying about it. All you could do is give me a call and I will handle it for you. So that's just a little bit of what I can do. I can also help you plan additional things for your wedding. If you want to do something like a welcome party the night everyone arrives for your destination wedding or a bon voyage party on the last day before everyone goes back home, I can help with all those steps along the way so that you don't have to worry about them. Wow, where was this when I was getting married? This I know, like that's stress-free planning. I know, it's like you really get like two wedding coordinators really between, you know, the travel agent and the person at the site. I, <laughs> you, know. I mean, what do you have to do as the bride other than just say, oh, I like the purple napkins, not the pink one. <laughs> I yeah. know, and I want this hors d'oeuvre and this cake. Right. All the fun uh, stuff. The bride gets to do all the right, fun stuff instead right. of worrying about all the major things. Oh, man, I just, I really yeah. wish I could just go back in time and tell myself. <laughs> I know. Same, same. Oh my gosh. So now do, does a destination wedding cost more or less than a traditional wedding, do you think? Typically, a destination wedding would cost you less than a traditional wedding. You do not have to pay for all of the different things that you would normally pay for separately in a wedding. You're not paying for the venue, paying for the flowers, paying for the cake. All of that stuff is normally included in the package of the wedding. And also, you are paying for... For the most part, you're just paying for your own trip and your guests are paying for their portion of the trip. So if you already intended on going on a honeymoon and you get 
married at somewhere where your wedding could possibly be included in the price of your trip, if your wedding is just free if you were going to pay for that honeymoon anyways. So there's definitely a lot of things you can add on to it to customize it, but even adding on a lot of things to your package, you still typically would be less than a traditional wedding. Wow. What Another it, what, reason to like it better. <laughs> I know. I'm like thinking like as she's talking, I'm like, okay, what did I pay for my wedding? So no, my I husband and I, want to think. <laughs> yeah, my husband and I paid for our wedding ourselves and I'm like, okay, I paid like, no, I was back in the nineties ladies. So, and we had like 300 guests. Our wedding. Wow. Yes, it was huge. We had a huge bridal party. It's very traditional big wedding. So early 90s. So I think early 90s. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I think our wedding was like thirteen thousand dollars, not including the honeymoon or anything like that. Right. And imagine yeah. what kind of honeymoon you could have gone on for thirteen thousand dollars. I know. I could have went to Europe and oh my gosh. longer. Wow. Yeah, I'm just thinking that, I mean, that's like crazy. That's I'm starting to think, like, why doesn't everybody do a destination wedding? Is I what I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. I'm thinking the same thing. Win-win. I mean, you get a honeymoon and a mm-hmm. wedding and your guests get a vacation, basically. I know. I mean, think about that. Less stress. Yes, yes, I agree. So what I'm, would you say makes a destination wedding unique? Well, destination wedding can be anywhere or anything that you want them to be. So they can be as unique as the couples that are planning them. They can take place in beautiful and memorable locations. They have a lot of opportunity for customization. You can add on activities. Like I said, welcome parties, bon voyage parties. You can have bonfires in the evening where you all sit around and make s'mores or game nights. You can have so many different activities that are tailored to the bride and groom and their interests. So really, like I said, the possibilities are endless. You can have a much more unique wedding if you're planning a destination wedding and not something just in your hometown. In your hometown, depending on where you live, you know, there's a a handful of like the the most popular destinations to get married and you know you've been around the circuit once or twice maybe looking for something new you know maybe your mm-hmm. guests are looking for something new and you can go mm-hmm. to a destination pretty much anywhere and get married now do they i don't know if this is still a big thing or not but i think it was a couple of years ago where they would have a separate the bride would have a separate dress and they would have like trash the dress in the ocean. Is that like still a thing? <laughs> you definitely <laughs> can do that. Yeah, I mean, I think again, that's it a just thing, depends. right? Yeah, yeah, but it yeah, just depends okay. on the bride. I mean, if that's something yeah. you want to do, absolutely. I mean, I know I was just at Sandals Montego Bay, and they had latitudes and overwater bar. And at the end of the bar, I could definitely see somebody maybe getting in that water in their wedding dress. Like it looked like it would be a good place to do that. Mm -hmm. Especially, there's (laughs) also it's still a thing. Yeah, I guess it is still a thing. Yeah, and there's also the mix wings there. There's swings right in the ocean, Mm -hmm. so you could the bride and groom can sit on the swings in your wedding attire and get some gorgeous pictures. I mean, yeah, definitely bring that. 
And why not have the dress, have your swimsuit on underneath, and then after you jump in and ruin the dress, just take it off and you're good to go for the rest of the day. Oh, ah, there you go. <laughs> That's smart thinking. Yep. That just actually gave me another question. Now, what about a photographer? Do you find, do people bring a photographer in or do, do the resorts typically have an on-site photography for that would be like included or how are people doing the photos? Yeah, definitely. The resorts typically do have photographers and the photography can be included in your wedding package, but also for destination weddings, people sometimes bring along someone in their family that, you know, does photography that they'll have do their wedding pictures as well. If you bring them on to say an all-inclusive resort as a guest, they can take all the pictures that they want of your wedding. But yeah, the resorts normally do include some sort of photography or you can add on a photography package. Oh, nice. Because photos, you got to have photos. You have to have photos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially if you're getting married in some kind of amazing place like Hawaii or yes. <laughs> Jamaica. Yes. Now, can you, can you pick the time that you want to get married? So I'm thinking like, I would love like a sunset yeah. wedding mm. on, right. on the, in the Caribbean. Yeah, definitely. Gorgeous. We can schedule the, the time that you want to get married. You can say that I want to get married at sunset and have those gorgeous pictures with the, what is that called? The golden hour? where the, the golden sunshine is shining behind you. Yes. Sunset, yes. yes. Yeah, you can definitely do that. You can schedule to have it first thing in the morning if you're a morning person, I guess. But sunset sounds a lot nicer yeah. to me. I know. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I'd be, sun, I'd be making everybody get up at sunrise. Uh-huh. And coming down to the wedding. As long as I could go back to bed after, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. And, yeah, we could party later. Oh, we can we can take a nap on the beach afterwards, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, Shawnee, I put in here a question that I'm I'm hoping you you came up with something amazing. But what can you describe for us what your dream destination wedding would be? Okay, well, I did think about this, and mm -hmm. I got married at Sandals Royal Bohemian on the beach. So I already had my destination wedding. However, I do want to do the renewal of the vows. And my dream is to possibly go to like beaches, Turks and Caicos and have my kids there. I have been married for 18 years. So I'm thinking maybe 25, maybe my mm -hmm. 25th anniversary. When I got married, it was just my husband and I that went. So I would love it if my mom would come. Whenever I got married before, I was, and I was young and I, I enjoyed my wedding. It was great. But looking back, I feel like I would like to have my mom come. You know, I think that'd be really nice for her. So that's what would make it my dream wedding, just to have my kids and my mom and be on a beautiful beach and my family together. And I think that would be really a special thing to do. Aw, sounds nice. Oh. Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. I mean, come on, you can't. Well, <laughs> I'm combining two dreams here. <laughs> Yes. Getting <laughs> yeah. them both in at once. Exactly. That's you know, the benefit of a destination wedding. Yeah. You can go to your dream location and get married. Right. There. That's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, now we're like all 10 years old again and dreaming of our wedding day. And dreaming of our weddings, even though we've all been married for like yes. 20 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> that's why we have vow renewals that you know so that people like us we can still relive that moment yes i agree yeah <laughs> so so Shawnee, we do have a couple signature questions that we like to ask our guests so we always like to ask them what is has been your most memorable or favorite vacation that you've taken most memorable favorite vacation i always have to come back to the same thing when i went to ocho rios in jamaica and i was able to go on excursions out into the island and meet the people who lived there and spend like the whole day out in the in the the inland of the island it just touched me and i knew at that moment that i was living an experience that i'll never forget and it was just something that i was so happy and joyful in that moment that it was a feeling that i'll never forget too so mm -hmm. that i always come back to that because that's just a moment in my life that if i didn't take that like go on that adventure that I would have missed out on. And it really made like a big impact on me. And it wasn't even my first time like leaving the country or anything. It was just the experience of going to the inland of Jamaica and seeing like the country for what it was. And it was just a beautiful experience. Wow. That's amazing. So our next, we have one more signature question before we start to wrap things up. Okay. What is on your travel bucket list? Where, like, outside of the Caribbean, what's on your travel bucket list where you would like to go? Okay. I'm sure so, it's long. It is. Like ours. <laughs> it is. But I have a top three. Okay. My number one is Hawaii. And I, mm -hmm. that's been my number one for a long time. I really want to go to Hawaii and go on a helicopter tour over waterfalls and volcanoes. That is Ooh, yeah. life dream for me. I also would love to go to California and spend some time just driving through California. I want to see the Redwood Forest. I want to go to like the Santa Monica Pier, maybe wine country. I just want to explore California and all of the different things that it has to offer. Mm -hmm. And lastly, when, Tina, are we going on that European River Cruise? Because that's number three. <laughs> you know what? I think soon. Okay. So my, I'm thinking, up. yes, I, I, the more I look at that, the more I'm like, man, I got to plan something for that. The yeah. hardest part is picking which European river cruise to go on. There's so yes. many. There's so There's many. So many yes. I don't think you would go wrong with any of the ones that you would pick, but. You know, I mean, I don't think so either, but it's like, do you go to wine country? Do you go see all the beautiful cities? Like, do you go for the Christmas markets? I mean. Oh, the Christmas markets I know. look amazing. <laughs> I know, I know, it's tough, it's tough, but you know, I, I see one in our near future of magical traveling moms and mystical dream travel down for whichever one it is yes absolutely absolutely yeah you can put me down as the number one on your list that's I, nice. I, I, I will have it marked down okay you better be the first people you tell tina i will i will i will reveal it to you first 
So, Shawnee, we always like to ask, we always like to leave um, our listeners with a little bit of pixie dust at the end of our podcast. And when we have special guests, we like to see if they have a pixie dust moment that they'd like to share with our listeners. Okay, well, I hope that this fits into your pixie dust. I wanted it to be on theme with the rest of the interview podcast here. So, and this really, I, to me, it is pixie dust. So I hope it translates to you as well. When I am staying at a Sandals resort, as I was just saying, I was just at Sandals Montego Bay and Sandals Royal Caribbean very recently in Jamaica. And when I am at any Sandals resort, I love seeing the weddings. I must have seen at least five weddings while I was there recently. And to me, it just adds a little bit of extra pixie dust to my trip. I love it. I saw from my balcony, a beautiful wedding set up on the beach with crystal candelabras and dancing into the night right on the beach. It was beautiful. I also, when I was going down to the beach one day, walking out of my building, I saw a photographer taking pictures of a groom carrying a bride over his shoulder to their room. It was just so sweet. And it's such a nice surprise because you just walk down in one direction and you'll see a wedding. And then the next day, maybe a different one will pop up. And, and that to me just adds that extra layer of like romance to your trip. It just, whenever you see that, you can't help but like think like where you are, you're at sandals, you're at like a romance resort and, and that's why you're there for the romance. So definitely all the weddings around is my pixie dust. Aw, well, that's, I think that's a lovely pixie dust. I okay, think that's good. Very- <laughs> it's perfect. It works for me. It's a perfect. <laughs> well, that's all we have for this episode. I'd like to thank Shawnee for joining us and sharing all of her amazing knowledge on destination weddings. And thank you, our listeners, for also joining us. And if you are thinking about planning a destination wedding, elopement, vow renewal, Definitely be sure to contact Mystical Dream Travel and in particular Shawnee and she will set you up with the perfect destination wedding and also be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and until next time may all your travel be magical. Mm -hmm.